Welcome to the Victorian Parents Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who supports parents in educating their children. I'm Jerry Penny, your host today. Okay, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Victorian Parents Council. Uh, this is Jerry Penny, and tonight we've got our special guest, Pamela Holko. Welcome, Pam. Good evening, Jerry. Thank you. Thanks for coming along. Now, the VPC, um, for those of you who don't know, is a registered charity organisation, and they are all about uh, providing resources for parents and teachers as well for independent and private schools and state schools and things like that. Uh, but the one thing that they have never really talked about is grandparents. And we thought that it was a great opportunity tonight with Grandparents Day coming up in about 10 days time uh, that we thought we'd interview you because you have actually authored a book a while ago now um, called, now I'm just going to hold it up here, Wednesday at Gams, get that right. Providing daycare for grandchildren, what really works? So welcome again, Pamela. And the first thing that we'd love to ask you about is what inspired you to write this book? Well, I've had such fun with my um, grandchildren. I'm blessed I've got four grandchildren. And um, I started providing care for them um, from the time they're about two um, until they were ready to go to school. And I had such fun doing all sorts of interesting activities and going on adventures and just generally having a good time together as, mm. as we were learning together and they were growing and learning all sorts of things. And I had quite a few people say to me, well, how do you think up? What do you know? How do you know what to do with them? And... Um, I said, oh, well, I've got a background in primary education, so that certainly helps a lot. But I guess I've just got a creative mind <laughs> in some way and we'd come up with fun things to do together. And so I thought, well, I might write this down. There might be other people who'd like to share these ideas and act as a resource. So I decided yeah. to do that. Fabulous. Now, I completely skipped the bit about you. So do tell us a bit about yourself. I know that you've got a big background in education. Um, so tell us, tell us a bit about your, your working history. Well, I'm a teacher, a primary school teacher, and I always loved teaching the youngest kids in the school. Mm. Um, I think it's such an exciting time. There's so much development that happens in those really early years. And you see kids learn to read and talk and ask questions and just develop so much. And of course, I, my whole career was spent in education. So I, I worked from being a, a classroom teacher up to coordinator and deputy head of a junior school and director of learning. And I worked with gifted kids and mm -hmm. I've done all sorts of things in education. Mm -hmm. So all that is quite a rich background to yeah. draw on and yeah. um, it's been used with my grandchildren and, and ideas have been passed on to other grandparents. Fabulous. And I, I believe you retired just in time to become a grandparent. I did. 
Yes, um, I decided you planned that, it that way, or I did plan it that way. I was thinking about retiring, and um, I decided that what better time to retire than this big change in my life, mm. and uh, it's it worked out very well. Excellent. And now you've got how many? Four grandkids. I've got four grandkids. Um, the eldest teenager, nearly teenagers. And um, the youngest is now eight. So um, ever since the eldest one was two, I have had grandchildren coming to me for at least one day a week until they started school. Mm. And now, of course, they're all at school. Mm. And um, I still love having them come and visit. Um, And they always like to come and stay for a couple of nights over the school holidays so that we can have some adventures together. Oh, fabulous. That that sounds like every parent's um, dream to have grandparents <laughs> that take the kids away for a couple of nights. And so what are what are some of the amazing things that you've that you've done with the grandkids? I'd love to to hear some of the ideas that maybe that you mentioned in your book. Well, really things don't have to be too complicated. Because the most important thing that you can give to your grandchildren if you are looking after them is time. Mm. These days, parents are so busy. Yeah. And most, mostly they're trying to run a home, they're trying to work full time, they've often got elderly parents themselves that they're having to keep an eye on. Um, and they don't have time to just stop. And it sounds a bit trite to say stop and smell the roses, but Mm. that's what it is really. Mm. You know, they don't have time to stop with a grandchild and wonder at the woolly buds on a grapevine or to stop long enough to watch a caterpillar nibble a leaf Mm. or um, shuffle through the leaves when it's autumn. Yeah. Uh, There are so many things that are very, they're small things, Mm. but to spend the time doing them together is what's yeah. important. And, of course, talking about what you're doing because all the time you're building communication skills yeah. and then you go home and you draw about it mm. or you um, stick your autumn leaves onto a piece of paper and, and the mm. grandparent writes a sentence. Mm. Um, this is building literacy. Yeah. And then, you, and then you look at books together, picture books. You might find a, a very hungry caterpillar and read Mm. that book together. Mm. And, of course, that's where my background in education helps because that gives me um, triggers to to know where to look for certain information. But it's it's not really difficult. And, of course, I always have a camera with me. Well, these days it's my phone. But whatever we do, I take photos Mm. because um, there is no book that kids like to read more than a book about themselves. (laughs) I take lots of photos of the activities the kids are doing then put them together in a book and it may be something quite simple like printed photographs stuck on some card and stapled together to Mm -hmm. make a little book where I write a simple sentence for each page and as the children get older I would write something more complicated Mm. or I'm a great fan of these companies that you can print digitally online Mm-hmm. And you can make really a very nice book. And I, each year when I was have, looking after the children before they started school, I would make them a book as part of their Christmas present, which had all the activities in it that we had shared mm. during the year. Um, That's beautiful. Thought, 
sorted by months or types of activity or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's something they've got an ongoing record of what we've done together. And even long after I've gone, I hope they'll still have those books and they'll be able to look back and see what we did together. Yeah, yeah, that's a fabulous uh, keepsake for the kids. And, mm. again, it's just something uh, that, you know, parents wish they had time to do themselves, but they, they, they never have the time to make these things. So that's And it does that's take wonderful. time. It does take time. Yeah, yeah I bet. Um, what's, some of the, what's some of the things you've done with the grandkids to sort of help harness their talents and things like that? Well, I think you've always got to listen to them um, and if they're interested in um, nature you go out into the garden you look at things in the garden um, you look at flowers maybe look at the different colors and how the flowers are constructed differently um, different shaped leaves different colored leaves look at the birds um, different types of birds and then get right into oh look their feet are different why does a duck have feet that look like that? Um, and things like that. So they, you're extending their knowledge. Or maybe it's um, uh, music. They might be very interested in music. So it's fabulous to dance and prance together, put mm. some music on, have a dress-up box. Let's get mm. dressed up and do some dancing. Mm. Lots of ribbons, especially the girls, love yeah. flashing around the ribbons when they're dancing. Yeah. Um, it might be... Climbing might be a daredevil boy who wants to go to the highest climbing frame that there is. <laughs> so <laughs> you go to the local park and teach them how to do it safely mm. and um, play lots of games on the, on the climbing equipment or jumping and, and um, from one bit to another so that, you know, you're building their physical coordination. Mm. walking, taking the scooter to the park, um, going to the beach and uh, looking at the shells, different shaped shells, different coloured shells, walking on the sand, into the water, splashing. All, all that is education. Yeah. It's also yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. And just amazing memories uh, for the kids yes. to have, have these kinds of experiences. And I think I said to someone once, um, I think I said it to my own mum when she was helping um, my son during the schooling at home time and, you know, she said, oh, he's not paying attention and blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, don't, I said, don't worry about if he's paying attention. I said, all that matters is that he remembers this time that he got to speak to grandma once a week during homeschooling, you know? And I said, that's, that's it. Just try and make some memories with him, please. You know, don't worry about that. He's still learning. It doesn't matter that you're not getting all the things done every day. Don't worry about that. But um, I said, just create memories, just create some fun for him. And that and, relationship, yeah. mm. because, um, Grandchildren have a different relationship with with their grandparent than they have with their parent. Yeah, they'll talk differently. Um, they behave and better. Talk about things with their grandparent that they won't talk about with their parents. Mm. And um, that's where the responsibility of the grandparent comes in. Is that if it's something really important, she just quietly gets the message over to the parent. Mm. But sometimes that's not necessary. The yeah. child just needs to have an ear and trust that person to know that they can talk about anything yeah and answer questions 
uh, children love to ask why. Mm. And somehow you have to give an answer that explains what they're um, questioning, but in a way that they can understand and in a way that they can make um, re refer it to other things that they understand. So it's all about making sort of networks for them, mm -hmm. um, building their intelligence, their, well, their knowledge, especially emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell me about some of the boundaries that you might set between the role of like with parents and, and grandparents and grandkids? Um, well, GAMS house, GAMS rules mm -hmm. is the first one. Mm -hmm. So um, you may be allowed to jump on the couch at home, but you don't do it at my place. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, and also just basic manners um, and respect. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's important that grandparents and adults say please and thank you to children as well as the children saying please and thank you to the adults when they mm -hmm. want something or they receive something. Yeah. Um, things like sitting at the table to eat, you know. Um, they don't, when they're at my place, they don't walk around with food if it's, and we don't eat all day. We have mm. um, snack time and meal time and you eat then. And yeah. then that there's always water. Um, they always have a water bottle that they can access anytime they like. Mm. But food is um, set times and set procedure. Mm. Just just like when they're at school. So yes, yes. Mm. Mm. And um, I'd also love to bring up about you know you the grandparent. Uh, a grandparent that might say, I want to help my children with uh, with childcare, but I don't want to be a doormat. How do you have that conversation? Well, it's terribly important that the adults have a chance to sit and have that conversation because um, I see exactly where you're coming from there. Um, it's very easy for a grandparent to be abused in that, the time is all taken. But grandparents have a life too. Mm. They've raised their children and a lot of them are very busy. They've got golf, they've <laughs> got cards, they've got travel. Yep. Um, a lot of them volunteer um, for various organisations. So parents have to respect that a grandparent needs to be know when, she's, when she or he is going to be providing care because Everyone thrives on routine. Mm. The children thrive on routine. Parents, if they are busy um, at work, they need to know if a grandparent is going to provide care, it has to be reliable. Mm. If it's going to be Tuesday, it's every Tuesday. Mm. Or it's, every, it's once a month on a Wednesday. But it needs to be um, a routine so that everybody knows where they're coming from. Yeah. And if the, if the grandparent is going to travel, they need to give the parent sufficient um, warning so that they can organise some alternative care because it's not the grandparent's child. Yeah. Although I do know there are some grandparents who are actually raising their grandchildren and mm. that's on a totally different level. Mm. Um, but certainly that, that discussion needs to be had before um, care is instigated. 
And there are other things that need to be considered too, like who is going to provide the food, um, nappies, um, all that sort of thing. Are they going mm. to come with the child or are they going to be provided by the grandparent? Mm. One of the biggest um, things which must be discussed is, is the child going to travel in the grandparent's car? Mm. And if so, the grandparent must have um, a suitable um, child restraint mm. that fits Australian standards. Mm. Um, and the parents have to be confident um, about their children riding in that car. And if they're not, they should say no. Yeah. And both sides have to respect that. Yeah. Um, then there are other issues like um, allergies, food intolerances, um, need to be discussed and grandparents need to be right on top of any issues there. Mm. They need to know where the child's doctor is, mm. um, contact numbers to contact parents at work if necessary. Yeah. All those things have to be talked about. Yeah. Um, and the hours, you know, are the children going to be arriving at 7 o'clock in the morning or are they staying until dinner time? Mm. Uh, do the parents expect the children to be bathed and fed before mm. they're picked up or sent home? Mm. All those things need to be discussed. You can't let that yeah. just be a big free-for-all that you dip into mm. as you like. Mm. <laughs> it's you, like setting up the rules. Did you have uh, support from one of your parents as well when your kids were young? Absolutely. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I think I had a very good role model in my mother. Yeah, fabulous. she was fabulous, and yeah. and she had, as a consequence, fabulous relationship with her grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, the children grow up. It's never the same once they go to school, because <laughs> when you're three, everything your grandma says is true. Mm. Um, everything she does is wonderful, and she never makes any mistakes. As the children grow, they realise that we're all human. Mm. And they're, and they're not quite as reliant on grandparents as they were when they were tiny because, and they're growing. They've got their peers. They've got their, and that's important. That's mm. their life. They, mm. Because from the day we have our children, we're training them to be independent. Mm. So, um, yeah. yeah. I know my partner still has so many fond memories about his grandparents and all of the family stories that come out are about the things that that he did with grandparents and learning how to cook different things or um you know smelling something in the kitchen and going oh that smells like granny's casserole you know <laughs> things like that there's there's right. so many fond memories of the grandparents and that's lovely like I personally grew up with one grandparent overseas and one you know almost uh, you know interstate quite quite many hours away and um so I didn't get to see my grandparents really only in the, on the holidays um and the other grandparent I've seen it maybe four or five times in my life so um it's amazing to hear the stories of people that have grown up very close to their grandparents and the experiences that that they've had really so um and and reflecting on that I was talking to another family one time where you know, there, there may have been a slight bit of competition between the two, the two grandmothers where one seemed to always be giving too many presents compared to another one or something like that. And I, I remember saying that, um, you know, at the end of the day, the kids aren't going to remember the stuff 
they're going to remember the experiences, the love that they felt, the memories and things like that. That's, that's what they will remember. They will not remember the stuff at the end of the day that they've already thrown out six months later. So um, I, th- I think that's one of the really important things to, to remember, you know, when grandparenting, that it's not just about g- piling your grandkids with gifts, you know. No. It's about it's that, that quality, um, that quality it's time. time. Yeah. yeah. Give them time yeah. and a time to talk and time to do things together. Yeah. It's nothing better than curling up with someone on a sofa to, to look at a picture book together mm. or to listen to a story. And mm. especially if it's a story that the grandparent is telling about the child's parents when they were little. Well, yeah. parent because there's only one that they would know. Yeah. But, um, and especially if they did something a little bit naughty, that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have one up the sleeve. Um, we just wanted to refer to an article. It was about um, things children can learn from their grandparents. And um, the first few things here are history, wisdom and humour. What's, what's your thoughts on those first few things? Well, history starts with the family, mm. I think. And um, a grandparent is <clears throat> the ideal person to talk about the family history. Yeah. Um, with um, children, especially if they've got photos mm. that they can show and um, talk about. Um, I actually wrote a little family history for my grandchildren, mm. um, going back to their great, great, great grandparents wow. and where they came from and just in a simple way so that they got an idea of the family tree. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very important. Mm. Um, it, it's all tied up with, because we all need to find our identity and it's all tied up with children finding their own identity yeah. and where they fit in the family and where their family's been before them. Yeah. Um, so I think history is very important. And also children love to hear about what things were like when the grandparent was little. Mm, in the so, olden days. <laughs> in the olden days, that's right, yes. Um, because just to tell children that when you were growing up there was no microwave, there was no mobile phone, there was no television when I was a young child. Mm. Um, there were no plastic bags. No iPads. What? No, no. iPads? <laughs> so, um, yeah, just talking about the history that, you know, we've lived through yeah. um, is opening children's eyes to how things change. My daughter the other day said, what, you had Arnott's biscuits when you were kids? (laughs) I'm like, yes. (laughs) Arnott's biscuits have been around a long time. (laughs) So it's it's funny what what comes out of kids' mouths and um, how they, well, you know, some even imagine that you lived in black and white times or something like that, that there was actually no colour when you lived because... because They see black and white photos. (laughs) Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. Um, and yeah, so obviously, um, you know, you've, you've taught your grandkids, uh, pearls of wisdom as well. Like, you know, know pearls, no pearls. Um, (laughs) what, you know, what kinds of other things besides history, you know, what other things should you be sharing with your grandkids? Well, I think just everyday skills, Mm -hmm. you know, um, learn how to, um, Make a sandwich, make a cake, 
um, grow a cabbage, mm-hmm. um, knit, um, sew, yeah. things like that. These days, you know, a lot of parents don't have time to teach their kids these things, and actually quite a lot of parents don't know how to do it themselves. Yeah. So um, all those things you can, you can teach. Another thing is <clears throat> time to play games. Yeah. You know, teach them how to play checkers mm-hmm. or drafts or simple card games. Kids love all those things. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a video game or a <clears throat> um, some whiz bang thing you do on the phone. It can yeah. just be a very simple game. You know, my grandchildren love playing chess or um, cards or a board game. Mm. Um, at, at VPC, we talk a lot about uh, technology time. Is it always uh, technology free when they're there? Um, well, I wouldn't say always. Um, when they were little, they didn't have television during the day. Mm. Um, unless it got to the stage where um, they'd had dinner, had a bath and dinner and waiting to be picked up to go mm. home then I would let them watch an age-appropriate um, DVD, mm-hmm. something, yeah. you know, that was suitable yeah. um, just for quiet time. Yeah. Um, now they're older, um, they do like to have some tech time, but there are a lot of other things they can do too. And, mm. you know, they seem to have enough tech time at home so yeah. they can do other things when they're here with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that they don't complain about it <laughs> when they're at No, your... <laughs> they don't because that's and just that... the way it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that we and... certainly don't have the television on. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're staying um, for a sleepover and one night we'll have a movie night yeah. with popcorn and mm. whatever, which is mm. fun. Yeah. Um, but um, certainly not glued, glued to the television. There are a lot of other things to do. And I think that's where... You need to be a bit prepared and have a cupboard that's got pencils, paper, mm. you know, safe scissors, tape, glue, yeah, um, all those things so that they're there to do things with. I've, yeah. I've always had like a craft cupboard yeah. um, that's had plenty of things in it. And the op shop can be your best friend to get all the games, the board games. and Absolutely. Jigsaw yeah. puzzles, mm. all that sort of thing. You yeah. don't have to spend a lot of money. No. Um, to to have fun with your grandchildren. Mm. I mean, there are outings you can go on and you don't even need to open your purse. Yeah, yeah. And well, the grandchildren shouldn't be expecting something every time you go out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all very well for grandparents to be seen as the, the fount of all treats, but it's, it's not good for them. Mm. And um, it's expensive these days. Mm. You know, just take the kids to McDonald's for lunch and <laughs> you start how much it costs. Yes, yes. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the, um, the great adventures you've done around Melbourne town? Ooh, we've had some lovely adventures. Mm. Um, at, we went to the zoo a lot when mm-hmm. the kids were. I was a volunteer at the zoo, so um, I sort of had a bit of background knowledge about the animals I knew the animals names and mm-hmm. that sort of thing and and little kids get in for free yep. so and I would get in for, for free too so we could go and it would cost two dollars to park the car oh wow and we could have a fa- <laughs> fabulous time yeah take a little picnic great believer in the little picnic um doesn't have to be anything flash but 
you know, pack it up nicely and it and it's fun. Mm. Um, botanic gardens are fantastic. Yeah. Um, Fitzroy Gardens. Mm-hmm. When they got older, we went and explored um, Captain Cook's cottage. We explored mm-hmm. the conservatory. Yeah. There's a fantastic um, dragon slide um, in in the gardens in East Melbourne. Um, down to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, go for a beach ramble. Love that. Ramble on the rocks. Always have a plastic spade or something with you so that you can have a bit of a poke about. Mm-hmm. One of the rules is you're not allowed to put your fingers into rock pools. Mm. You can poke poke about with the spade. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what else have we done? Um, all sorts of parks we've been to. Mm. Um, adventure playgrounds the kids love. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, can't think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned mini golf to me in another time. Too. Oh, as they were getting yeah. older, yes, yeah, they the love to go to mini golf. But, I mean, you golf. pay for yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. other things I've been talking about, you don't, mm. you don't pay for. Mm. But yeah. come holidays now, we have we have a treat. Yeah. So it might be mini golf, it might be a game of ten pin bowling. Yeah. Um, I don't tend to take my grandchildren to the movies mm. because it's not really a treat these days. They mm. they see movies at home, mm. and um, they often go to movies with their parents. So we do other things. Yeah. 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 yeah great. Um, and uh, just re- remembering my uh, my next question. There was another article uh, which the VPC is going to post about, and it was all about getting um, you know if your school is suffering with volunteer levels to to asking for the help from um, from grandparents. What do you, what do you think about that? Well, I think if grandparents are interested in doing it, it's a great idea. Mm. Um, um, to do that, they would have to have a working with children check. Um, and, you know, to go and hear kids read or, you know, the teachers have to be happy with that idea. Um, and if the schools do go down that track, speaking as a, a teacher, they need to have like a little training session mm. for the group of grandparents so they know what base they're coming from and how to handle, <clears throat> excuse me, how to handle various um, things that may arise, <clears throat> yeah. especially if they're reading with young children, you know, the questions you ask um, and how to, how to approach it really. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So we've, we've covered off, um, you know, learning about history, um, a new skill set. We've sort of, we've, we've covered that off, um, like, you know, cooking and the knitting and the different things Gardening. like that. The wisdom and the life lessons from the grandparents, the family history, uh, the humour. Um, uh, what about, you know, listening to them? Is, do you feel that just being an ear is a, is a big help? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And that <clears throat> children tend to, to talk more when they're not in a face-to-face situation. Mm-hmm. So a great many, and a lot of parents find this too, um, a great many conversations, quite deep conversations happen when you're in the car. Yeah. Because the children are in the back seat. Yeah. And um, you talk about things and they're confined to their seat so they can't be um jiggling off to do something else yeah so they follow through yeah um yes talking and listening very important yeah 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 absolutely we've talked about um 
games as well you know the traditional board games card games do you do you um do you have any good sort of made up type games that you that you've done oh with your yes I used to do a lot of makeup games with um you know uh witches and princesses and giants and dragons and mm. you know we've had an aeroplane made out of chairs on the back lawn and um all the stuffed toys are going for a ride and we've got the pilot and oh my goodness you know there's bad weather coming up oh it's a bumpy ride you know so we're all bumping around lots of fun like that lots of imagination yeah yeah is it often the kids that are initiating that um they might start something and i'll i pick up on it mm. um yeah and i think we develop it together and once they get the idea that you know their idea will be picked up and worked with they give more. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've even been in a situation where, you know, a younger sibling needs to be included. So we have to find a, um, a doorkeeper or someone who's guarding the dragon or mm. someone who's the pilot in a plane or, or mm -hmm. anything so that all the children present are involved. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What And what kind of levels of um, emotional support do you think? Grand grandparents should be giving oh I think whatever's needed hmm. you know um there's nothing as good as a hug to make yeah. a grandchild feel better if they've fallen over or yeah bumped their knee or something yeah. like that do you find that grandkids often come into you when um you know maybe they've had problems with friends or something like that that they don't want to talk to mum and dad or just anything they don't want to talk to mum and dad about um Yes, sometimes they do. Hmm. And, I, and I think what's important is the way you ask the kids questions. Um, you know, for instance, you don't say, how was your day? Hmm. Because the answer will be good. Yeah. Um, it's more like, you know, what was the best thing you did with your friend today? Um, um, things like that. So that yeah. they're, not, they're not closed questions. They're yeah. open questions. Yeah. And then you and develop them further. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, you know, you're taking an interest in their in who their friends are and everything like that, getting to And ask to questions about their friends, you know. What did um James get for Christmas? You know? Mm. Did Susie have a happy birthday? Mm. You know, how's Hannah's mum? Is she feeling better? Mm. That sort of thing. So it looks as though or it's not looking as though, but the kids know that you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, fabulous. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> when when kids are little, anything that goes wrong is a, a disaster. <laughs> so they've got to learn that, oh, dear, knock the milk over. Dear me, never mind. Let's mm. mop it up and get another one. Yeah. You know, no need to cry about it. Yeah. You know, Um we can't find something. Oh, wonder where it is. Never mind. Let's use this instead. Mm. Um, so, you know, offering alternatives like that and reassuring them that, you know, everything is not a disaster. Yeah. But being there at the same time, if something really is wrong, if it's a really bad bump or fall, you know, pick them up and oh, give it, give it a rub. Let's have a look. Maybe it needs some ice. You know, will we get some ice? that sort of thing, um, whereas if it's just a very superficial thing and the 
you know, the the tears start. It's, oh, dust yourself off. You're fine. You mm. know, that's mm. nothing to worry about. Mm. Yeah. Did you have a special place in your house that was sort of like kid friendly or something like that? There was like, I, I know that it's not going to be the same as the parents' house where everything breakable is just not in the house anymore. But, and you know, you're not going to change your no. house for that. But did you I have had, an area? I had rules, yes. I had rules that there were things that were not to be touched. The, the children were not, this is when they're li- very little. Mm. Not allowed to play in the lounge room. Mm. Uh, they were not allowed to play in my bedroom. Um, they had um, a living area that was child-friendly and I had um, a large um, unit that had the television on it and that was all. The other things that were on it, it was called my fiddle shelf and it was things the kids could touch, play with, pick up, investigate, Mm-hmm. And I changed that regularly. Mm-hmm. So there might be a big shell or, or a magnifying glass or mm-hmm. some little treasure that I picked up on my travels mm-hmm. that I was quite happy for the children to pick up and play with. Another time I've had a compass yeah. so that they could see how it always points north. Yeah. Um, I love that idea of having a, a little fiddle shelf and just even just changing it up and um, just keeping Well, it's also, it intrigued. also makes it easy because when kids change venue, so when they first come in for the day, it's a place of reference for them. They mm. can go to that shelf and they can start to touch and fiddle and feel and look at something and that makes the transition from home to my place. Mm, yeah yeah makes it easy yeah yeah mm. oh, that that's um fabulous ideas the last point in this article was about snail mail doing pen oh pen pals or you know writing, writing letters, letters to each other, other. Mm. yes great idea yeah um i've always um sent postcards to my yeah. grandchildren when i've been traveling mm-hmm. and i know they look forward to receiving those because they keep them yeah um and um, as they've got older, I've encouraged them to write letters and cards to me. And mm-hmm. if they ever write to me, I always write back. Yeah. Um, and it's a great skill, learning yeah. to write a letter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a few more minutes. Um, how, how, how's it been the transition from... Uh, your grandkids being in preschool to being in school time and how did you go with your ki- the grandkids this year during the Hasn't schooling at home year, time? Year out of the ordinary. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I've been very lucky in that I've been able to help with their schooling at home, mm. which I've loved and they've loved too. Yeah. Um, from the youngest right through to the oldest. And uh, that's been a fabulous experience, which I've really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, they're growing up now. They're, yeah. you know, they're independent readers. And But whenever they come to stay, here's something that's interesting. Whenever they come to stay, and I have had occasions when I've had all four of them at once, mm. staying for the night, which they love, uh, There's always a quiet time after lunch. Mm. So everyone has to just go and find a quiet spot, have a read, including me, Mm. because 
Kids are tiring. Yes. <laughs> so you all have a siesta. Nice. Oh, well, no, it's not a siesta. It's a rest yeah. or a quiet time. Yeah. And um, it's an hour. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're not running around doing things together. They're just looking at books or reading a book or something like that. Not technology, um, just a good old-fashioned book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's fabulous. Um, uh, just finally, you know, we we've we've talked to you today because Grandparents' Day is on October the twenty fifth. For those who don't know, uh, we like to call it and Special Friends Day uh, because uh, not everyone is so fortunate to have such great grandparents in their lives or or any grandparents, and mm. but often there is a special friend as well. Yeah. Um, I know my my boy couldn't have his grandma at at the Kinder Day one time, so he brought one of her friends and she came along and. So that was that was really nice, and um, so we've we've arranged with our art teacher who did a, a live Zoom class um, on the school holidays, Jody Hellowell from Spot of Art um, and Spot of Yellow. Um, she's designed a couple of colouring in cards uh, for us. So one of them says Happy Grandparents Day, and the other one says Happy Special Friends Day. And so we've actually uh, created some links that people can uh, log into and download these um, images. And we're encouraging all the kids out there to colour it in and write a lovely handwritten message to their, to their grandparents or their special friends and either sending it in the mail or dropping it in the mailbox or delivering it in person, depending on where you are and what your kilometre restrictions are. <laughs> and... Um, what we're doing at the VPC is we're also asking for people to send us back a photo of the colouring in that the kids did. And we're just going to make a lovely compilation video along with the messages. Like the, the child might have written, Dear Granny, I love it when you take us to the beach to go and search for seashells or something like that. And so we're going to make a nice compilation of the, the artwork and the colouring in and, um, and all the, the lovely messages as well. And anyone that returns the colouring in, um, it's not a competition, but a colouring in event, then they actually get another art class uh, with Jodie Hellowell from Spot of Art. And they can join in on her um, next art class that she's going to do, which is going to be all about holiday drawing the last time we drew penguins which was super cute um my daughter loved the the penguin drawing and um we're, we're going to do some holiday drawing next time so we just thought it was very nice to tie it all in um it's the first time vpc has done uh some events for kids as well as now for grandparents too so just trying to be inclusive of everyone so Thank you again so much for your time tonight, Pamela. It was fabulous having a chat um, about, about grandparenting and you've given me some great ideas that I can talk to my mum about. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just uh, thanks, thanks for being a part of the, the VPC community and we hope you uh, have many more grandparenting days to come. And also thank you to Pam. She has given us a pout. 24 copies of her book that we've got and we can give them away so if anyone is interested please leave a message below this video or contact um, Victorian Parents Council through their website and uh, ask about how you can get a copy of Pam's book Wednesday at GAMS so if you're interested 
we have got some copies just for you. So thank you for that donation. Pamela, we love a good book donation. Pleasure. It's been lovely to chat with you, Jerry. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Not a problem. And we'll have have a great evening, everyone. And it's over and out from the Victorian Parents Council. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts and live events? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We'd also welcome you to contact us if you'd like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sidney for permission to use her soundtrack Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.